Here we go again. Another episode of the podcast. This one was so much fun. Such a great conversation. Before we get started, though, uh, I'm going to go through some of our former guests here with what they've got going on, and that is FatPelicanClothingCompany.com or FatPelicanClothing on Instagram. They've got some new stuff that they just put out. The Grandpa Hat is coming soon, too, so I'm excited to purchase that one and start repping it everywhere. I wore my uh, other Fat Pelican hat, the Popper, uh, today for the interview, so go there. Check out their past episode, hear their story. They're just really good people, and it goes for a great cause and a great family. So go check out Fat Pelican Clothing Company. Uh, as always, rnkmobilerverepair.com for any sort of mobile RV living device, camper, trailer, you name it. If it's got issues and you're in Texas, they come to you. They fix the issue and get you back on the road, back enjoying your vacation, back sleeping well at night before you go to work if you're, you know, working out of your camper on the, in, in the oil field or wherever it may be. So um, go give them a give, go rnkmobilerverepair.com and get their number and give them a call. Save it in your phone, whatever you need to do. Okay, so now that those are done, this one is with Taylor Laney or Donut Darlin. No G, as we learned about in the podcast, but she's an entrepreneur. She started her own business. She's had a lot of downs that she turned upside down and made them into positives and in what her business is today. And we talk about everything from that to what she's getting into now, which is more of the public speaking side. And all of it is by request. So I won't share too much more of the story, but I really enjoyed this conversation, and I hope you do too. So without any further delay, please enjoy Taylor Laney. Okay. I always say we're recording now, and i got to change it up, and that's why I try to practice. Just practice? I'm not going to say we're recording now. We're just going to start. So thanks, Taylor, for doing this. Um, I actually got a bunch of messages I was telling you just a second ago about people excited about this podcast. Um, one of them was saying, to let her know that we love her donuts. We <laughs> eat them all the time. I'm good. I so love much so that their team name and their competition this weekend is called Glazed and Confused. And they have like pictures of donuts and stuff. On them. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. We have a whole kind of menu and everything and everyone loves the names and stuff to it. So it's really, yeah. it's really nice. So... I guess give some background. I mean, I saw your little a little post on the Million Cup thing, and then I saw you own your own little donut. I'm like, man, she looks really young yeah. to own her own business and to be speaking. And then some of the other stuff you, you were saying on there you were going to get into, and we'll talk about that later. But I guess explain some about the business that you started. Yeah, so I started back in, it was March of 2017, and I found a, um, a trailer called Holy Crepe, and it was the trailer that I have. And so... Um, I'm a sophomore in college at this point. Um, I didn't really love the sorority life that I got into. I was still trying to find my way through college and meet my friends and everything. And my mom had texted me this picture of this trailer and said, you've got to see this thing. And I said, okay, cool. I've, I want to, like, we have to go look at it. And so we went down there and uh, my mom had bought it for me because um, I didn't have the <laughs> money to, ha to buy it at that point. So um, we go home and we start trying to make crepes and stuff because it's called Holy Crepe. Um, apparently, the, the girl who had owned it before me um, was a, she lived in uh, Waco up at Baylor. And this is how she went and got through college and paid her way through college. So then, so when I bought it, we went home. 
um, started making crepes and it was like horribly, disastrously wrong. We, I couldn't make a crepe to save my life. I'm crying. My mom and dad are looking at each other like, what did we just do? This is horrible. She can't make a crepe. How is she going to make any money on this? And so I remember it was spring break and then I went to, um, I went off to the Frio to Concan just to enjoy my week for, you know, a little while. And then I came back and my mom said, what about donuts? And I said, I kind of like that. What, what if we came up with the name? I came up with Donut Darling. She came up with the logo. And then we rewrapped the trailer. And then I was a donut shop. I went and got me DBA um, down here in downtown Bryan. And then I had a business. And um, my first event was in June of um, 17. It was Father's Day at uh, the police department. So we always kind of joke about that because <laughs> police love their what donuts. A yeah. place to it's, start. it's been funny. Yeah, um, but we had it at the police department. It was called Father Fish. Um, so everyone took out their kiddos and they all went fishing in the front. Oh, of pond I think I've actually heard of that. It's thing. a lot of yeah. fun. Um, it was actually our first <clears throat> event and we did so well at it that um, I then after didn't have to um, go out and get events anymore. From then I got two from there, two birthdays, and then I got you know, a couple of weddings and then it just kind of snowballed and into now we're doing about four events a week, um, during the spring and fall times. Um, it's a little bit dead over the winter. Like I would say, uh, December, January and February, it's too cold and rainy outside, especially in college station to, um, you know, stand in line for donuts and yeah, coffee. Yeah, so, college station people are Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it's, it's just Texans. It dropped into the sixties. <laughs> I know. Nope. I'm not standing outside. <laughs> no, we're not getting donuts today. So, um, my yeah. New York friends are going to laugh about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's how we got kind of started. But then, um, yeah, recently I've been going into a bunch of speaking and entrepreneurial stuff as well, too. So that's what my new kind of venturing down that road. But um, I love the weddings and the birthdays. All the private parties are by far my favorite thing in the whole world. And we, um, we're we booked out um, until weddings until 2020. And so... We Whoa, I know. you're booked out on weddings until, until 2020. 2020. Yes, yeah, so we've got a few weekends um, out there and then, uh, but it's just, it's just cool to see it grow and, um, you know, get bigger and more people know about it and to see, you know. Well, then how old are you now? I'm 22. 22 years old. I'm 22, yes. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing this for, I guess it's going to be two years now, right? Yeah, a little, I guess it's right at two years. Right mm-hmm. at two years. It grows all from word of mouth pretty much after mm-hmm. the first event. Yeah, and Facebook and Instagram is all we run off of, so I don't have a, a website or anything like that. Um, but Facebook has been great. Um, that's where we make all of our posts for our events, um, and so people can like it and share it and come see us. And then um, off of that, I get you know five more messages say, "Hey, I want to come out and do you know a teacher appreciation down here at the high school or something." So I mean, it's kind of endless with the types of events that we do, and so. Um, yeah, I absolutely love doing it. And it's full donuts, not no. Like, it's no... mini. It's donut holes. So it's I've got donut a, holes. I've got okay. a big story behind that. Um, so when I had first bought the trailer, um, I bought okay. So all the money that I had left was um, four thousand dollars, and I bought a fryer with it, a mini donut fryer. So it was from Germany. It came in a um, wooden crate. I had to use a hammer to open it up, um, read through the German, and try to find the English pages. <laughs> And so I put this fryer together, and it's like um, all you had to do was put the batter in the hopper, and it would squeeze out four mini donuts, and then they'd float down and just flip them into a little basket, and it made it for me. All I had to do was press a button. And um, I did two events with that. It was Father Fish and then our next one. And then um, I went to my inspection, so you've got to have you know your city permit, your 
um, health permit and your fire inspection and everything. So I went to um, the city courthouse thing down here to get um, to have my inspection done for my fire suppression system that I had to put in because um, you work with oil, so you have to have a suppression system that was to um, to put it out. And it's for a, a grease fire. Yeah, it's a grease fire. So it's this Ansel um, green goo. You know, it's not a powder. It's a green goo giant extinguisher box that they had to weld to the outside of my trailer and then you know customly get it inside but um so i'm at the inspection and uh the the, the company who installed it was there because they have to show the fire marshal that it discharges and works correctly and um the guy didn't know that the tank was full whenever he um did the inspection and it blew up and it shot green goo 20 feet in the air i'm telling you out of every corner of this trailer i again i'm in tears i'm like no this can't happen this can't happen i've got twenty thousand people showing up to texas reds festival the next day um in downtown Bryan. yeah big deal big deal is my first big event that i got invited you know big um festival event that i got invited to and um yeah it blew up and flooded the fryer and i no longer had a fryer and i had to serve donuts the next day um, at this event. And so I'm at Walmart till like two in the morning trying to figure out what am I going to do? How am I going to serve donuts? And so I found these little, um, electric skillets and, um, plug those in and then got a, um, an ice cream scoop. And we've been making donut holes ever since. Cause the I, size of an ice cream scoop. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's a donut hole. Um, and, and people fell in love with the whole donut hole customizable thing, um, for their events. It's real big for birthdays and, um, you know, kind of finger foods for weddings and stuff like that. So it's been really nice. Um, I kind of, what did we call it? It was accidental, excellent, accidental excellence is what we're calling it. Cause it's, um, all of our stories are kind of like, oops, I can't make crepes. I guess I'll make donuts or, oh my gosh, my fryer blew up. I guess I'll just buy these little skillets from Walmart, you know, but it, um, it took off and it's been doing so well. And so I never went back to buy another fryer. Um, I just stick with these little skillets and, um, the events got big enough to where I bought a big old fryer now. It's like an eight gallon thing. And so we can do all the football games and, um, you know, big catered weddings that have, you know, 400, 500 people that we have to serve. And so, um, yeah, we've evolved a lot <laughs> since the beginning, but, yeah. um, it's good. It's, it's cheaper. It's easier. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of our story of how we got to the mini donut holes. So- <laughs> And and just to take it back a little bit because it's very it, the fascinating thing about to me is parents don't normally push their kids to go into business when they're going into college. Yeah, like that's they usually don't blend those two lines together. And your mom was like, "Here's a trailer." Here's a trailer. They thought of it as a hobby, almost kind of thing of see yeah. what you know. Maybe she could you know get some side you know fun money out of it. You know my beer money type of thing. Um, but I. I was so fascinated with the trailer that I just, you know, said, you know what, I'm just going to do this full time. And um, my, both my parents are entrepreneurs themselves. So my um, dad, uh, he owned a landscaping materials company. And so he was a big vendor for um, a lot of the areas around New Braunfels, St. Marcus, because I'm from New Braunfels. Okay, gotcha. And so, um, and then my mom, she built houses. And so that's why I... Okay, so your mom builds houses. Mom builds homes. Yeah. And so I actually came here to A&M for a construction degree. And that's what I'm in right now is um, construction science. I'll graduate in May. Um, and I have intentions of one day owning a custom home building company. But um, 
you know, the trailer took off and donuts are way more fun anyway, so might as well just go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't really push it. It was more so my mom sent me the picture and I just wouldn't let it go. I couldn't let it go. I was like, that thing's way too cute and that looks way too fun to do, um, you know, way more than homes at least, you know, getting out in the construction industry and um, me being just a small blonde blonde girl, you know, just walk in the construction fields and stuff. So this just seemed like it um, fit me more and I just, I like what um, the vibe and the energy it puts out and the reactions we get and it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. Do you have any employees? Yes. Yeah, so we had um, eight over this last fall. Um, we did, we had eight to 10 from spring to fall, you know, that kind of, cause it's their students. And so they're all working around their schedules as well as um, my schedule. And so it's kind of up to them. Um, that's why we had so many is so, you know, they can say, Hey, I'm going to come work this weekend at this event or, Hey, I'm out of town or I'm, I've got homework or a test to study for. So we had a lot um, on deck that could, that could come in and, and work. Friends or like friends. you put ads out or no, we know. did friends. And then, um, I talked to a couple, um, sororities, um, here in town and got, um, got a bunch of feedback from them and, and had a bunch of people who were interested in coming to work. Um, and some worked out and some didn't. And so we've gone through <laughs> that whole phase. Um, but you know, I've got my, I say top five girls that I, I could count on to do, you know, an entire event on their own and I could, you know, walk away and, you know, go drop the trailer off and do another event or something like that. So, um, but yeah, there's, there's a few of them. Um, but over the winter, like I said, it's, it's dead. So, I mean, we like don't have an event from Christmas to mm, Valentine's day. And so that's why I'm filling all my dead time with these, um, entrepreneurial speeches and, and talks and seminars and podcasts and stuff like that. So so I can get the word out there. How did you get into that? Like, um, where did the idea come? Did somebody ask you to someone, speak? Someone asked me to, it was the, uh, the university. So um, the McFerrin okay. Entrepreneur Center, um, I guess, gave my information over to, um, oh, I don't even know. It was someone within the university. And so they asked me to come speak at a panel. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. I've never <laughs> done this before. And, she, and she's like, don't worry, it'll be you and two other two other entrepreneurs. And I said, okay, cool. So I've got a little group. And so I get all dressed up, and I walk into this room over at um, Coldest. It was at Coldest. And I walk into the room, and there's like 300 chairs set up. And I thought I was talking to maybe, you know, a you know a club, you know, one of their guest speakers, you know, maybe 15 to 20 people. And I show up, and there's all these chairs, and I'm like, oh, my God, no, 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 no. There's no way. I can't do this. But I got up there, and it was so fun and easy and um it was great because the feedback that we got on it, I had so many people come up and ask questions and say, you know, you've really inspired me to open my uh, my own business. And I, I just want to ask, you know, first kind of steps, like where do I start? And that's really cool for me because I, you know, not only get to provide this awesome, you know, experience with the trailer and donuts, but to also inspire kids to go do their own thing because um, I'm a big advocate on doing what you love. And... Um, I guess construction wasn't exactly what I loved, and so, <laughs> so it, it worked for me. And this has been such a cool opportunity to be able to talk to, um, not only even students, but um, we've had. I just did one last week, where I went and it was one million cups, and I went and talked to you know attorneys and brokers and um, investors and all kinds of you know great people in town who could get me um, some great connections. And so it's just cool. The more you talk about it, the more people talk about it, and the more the word gets out there, 
more events you get, it just the bigger it gets. So. Well, it kind of seems like it's happened for you the whole time. It really it started has. from the donuts at the it really it, fish, has. fishing with dad. Yeah, it's a father fish. Yeah, father, father fish, fish. Yeah. So you, it starts with that, and then just like two more, and then four more, yep. and then it, it like escalated it so really, fast for you without really even. Did. It just happened. It really did, and I uh, I kind of thank you know everyone who comes and watches or and and sees the trailer and gets to experience it. We've got music and donuts and coffee and the girls are so sweet and they're um, easy to talk to and they make it feel very welcoming and um, it's more of an experience instead of just going up to a food truck it's more of a party I like to say you know we bring the party to most of the events that we go to so yeah it's been cool yeah the coffee and donuts are (laughs) fantastic I stopped eating gluten but I like we have gluten free you do gluten free and vegan for my vegan lovers I was vegan for like six months so (laughs) I had to come out with something yeah yeah and then I tried it for I I tried I tried almost I've tried almost every diet for thirty days mm-hmm. to see I and vegans not vegans for not me. the one it's not for me at all yeah I was not very energetic at yeah, all yeah it takes out all your energy for the first I say like month or so but we I like I said we got vegan for um, anyone who you know wants to come up and stay on their diet and so that's awesome yeah it's you have cool. you have the gluten free donuts mm-hmm. yeah well. I, like I said, I got tons of messages from people that just love your donuts. Oh, well, great. I, I don't know what you do different, but they love it. You know, and people tell me all the time, uh, you must really love donuts. I'm like, and I'm like, I don't care. I could, I could care less about the donuts. It's just, <laughs> it's great that the product is amazing. But what I am putting out there um, is the experience that we bring and, and the fun and the energy and everything. And that's what I think sells more than the donuts themselves, but um, it's just a plus that they're awesome. And the coffee's great too. Mm-hmm. So do, I guess you take a lot of the experience that you've had, the ups and downs of running the donut stuff into the speaking part of it. Yes, and that's actually, the ups and downs is part of what I like to emphasize when I talk about you know the business and stuff because it shows that um, it's not always gonna be perfect and it's not always going to be great, and you're going to hit bumps in the road, and they may be even mountains, if you know, you know, four thousand dollar <laughs> mountains. So, um, but you know, if you just push through and and figure out how to problem solve, then you will, you, you know, the sky is your limits. You well, can. I mean, do you ever tell them like maybe the mountains there for you to climb to the top yeah, of it? Because climb. you you went through that, you had the tragic thing happen, so you have the crepes. Crepes don't work out. Mm-mm. You make donuts. Yep. Bam. They take off. Yep. Um, the fryer thing happens with all the green goo, <laughs> and you make donut holes, mm-hmm. and boom, it blows up even bigger, and people up. like it even more. Yeah. So, like, you have these things that happen that didn't just stop you. You just kept no, pushing through, what... and you made, you made it better than it was before without with a sort of a tragedy that happened. That's I mean, a tragedy in your mind. Yeah, that's what you have to do, as I, I would say, just as a business owner, because, I mean... Well, I couldn't just not show up to Texas Reds, you know, 20,000 people who are expecting there to be a cute mini donut shop. And, oh, well, I met my fryer, got flooded, and I can't show up anymore. That was not going to happen. That was out of the the question. It was more so, how am I going to get donuts to all of these people? And, uh, yeah, how am I going to afford another fryer? That's a very Mm -hmm. unique mindset for someone so young to have. Well, I guess I got it from my parents. Um... I even growing up I always said you know I'm gonna own my own business and they I never knew what it was didn't care what it was I just wanted to do my own thing make my own schedule 
um, meet my own people and just kind of go from there. But our professors and stuff, I'm, I'm still in school. So our professors are always, um, you know, preaching, you want to find a great company to work for out of college and you want to have amazing resumes, you know, cause nothing's going to make you stand out if you don't go and talk to them and have people skills and all this stuff. And, oh, the entire time I was just like, that sounds horrible. Like throw up in my mouth. That's horrible. <laughs> like I don't want to work for anybody. I don't want to, I don't want to go, you know, listen and have people tell me what to do all day. And I guess that's just my drive for going and doing my own thing. But you know, nothing holds you back from what you do. It's more so just, you know, go out there and find what makes you happy and figure out how to make money for it. So, yeah, I wish there's a market in just about anything that yeah. you love. There's yeah. an awesome speech by Alan Watts. I don't know if you've watched any of this. I've, I've heard of it and I have not seen it. Yeah, yet, so and I would he, love he to. talks about how, like, find the thing that you love to do and do that, and eventually you'll become a master and the money will come later. Yeah. Like, whatever it is, he talks about um, a student that likes horse riding and you know he Figure points out, out all the different opportunities in equestrian exactly. you know, lessons you know and yeah you know and it i'll takes mess a up while. the whole speech because alan watts does it so much oh, better well, he talks great but, <laughs> um but that's kind of like the path you're taking mm-hmm. you like you just like oh well i'm just gonna do that i'm gonna do something else that i love i uh, yeah. I don't want to put resumes out and no, go I don't be know. chained to somebody. I no, feel like doing this. I didn't want to, and I uh, promised myself I wouldn't work for anybody the second I got out of college, and I'm sticking to it. So I'm going full-time um, after graduation, and um, we have big plans to expand. Um, and you go outside this area? Yes, yeah, so we do. Um, our, some of our big ones are up in Waco at the Magnolia Silos, which have been joined the games. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, we like to go. We go all over Houston area as well as San Marcos, New Braunfels, um, Austin area as well. But um, Bryan College Station is by far our biggest um, boom. And we have, you know, it's such a great market here because you've got students with sororities and fraternities. You've got, um, you know, young brides. Everyone's waiting for a ring, you know, to get married. And I am the first one to say, hey, I will serve donuts at your wedding. So, And then, you know, um, with the unlimited amount of elementary, middle, high schools that we have here. Um, oh, man, there's, they're going up No, it's and crazy. Right. And we go over to Navasota all the time, too. And um, I've actually got a couple um, kiddos I'm going to go talk to next week um, and, you know, teach them some entrepreneurship as well little so, kids little kiddos yeah elementary so schools school. are starting to like schools are are loving it yeah are do people reach out to you and ask you to come yes no mm-hmm. that's insane to me usually people have to go sell their stuff yeah and i i i don't know why it's happening but i just think that when people see the trailer and see how good it's doing and um you know just me and my passion for it 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 sends off this energy and I want to share that because um, the more passionate you are about you know your business the more it's going to succeed and flourish and that's what my main biggest thing is and so that's what I preach at all of this stuff is love your job do not work for anybody if you don't want to because you don't have to and um, actually some um, this guy named Steve that I met over at um, One Million Cups he is starting a program um, to teach parents how to teach their kids to be entrepreneurs, you know, because we see this um, trend of parents who work for other companies also have kids who work for other companies. And I had spoke about how, you know, my parents are entrepreneurs and that's just how I think. Um, it's cool. It gets ingrained in and I can relate to you because we owned our own business. Yeah. Growing up, my grandpa started at 56. My dad took over and ran it. And then I was in it and had stake in the company and 
that's all I knew. Mm-hmm. Like that's and I can't get rid of that mindset to this day. No, I it, like I work for somebody else now, and I work for them like I own the company. Yeah. Like I care about it so much. It like the pits in my stomach when I don't do something right. Yeah. I feel responsible for everything, everything that goes on. I'm like, this is even worse because <laughs> I feel responsible for everything, and I I can get fired. Yeah, you can get <laughs> fired. Yeah, no, that's definitely the cool thing about it is you can basically do anything that you want within you know your desires of whatever you want to go out there and do and um, but that's what his program's teaching and so he's actually taken a couple he recorded my speech over at um, one million cups and is taking it and throwing it into um, his program and kind of teaching how you know parents are teaching their kids to go work for companies and while that's okay and that's that's um you know where a lot of people start i think entrepreneurship and getting out there and making mistakes and working through them and and building building your own dream as to the, opposed to someone else's dream um it just it just resonates with me way more and i i can't find a legitimate reason to go build someone else's dream rather than my own whenever i've got this amazing thing sitting in front of me and um tons of people love it and you know, it's it's not hard to push. It's not hard to um, get out there, and it's just been really great. I love the community and the feedback that we've gotten from it. So. Well, it really seems like a lot of it falls into place. Like, listen to you talk, and I, I mean, people can't see it, and I want to do a video podcast. Yeah, soon. you I'm should. Trying to set, I'm trying to set it all That'd up be because cool. <laughs> the video part of it can be like it's so much more telling. Sitting there across from yeah. you as you're telling me the story, you can see like all the passion about it. And that's what um, he had said, Steve, during my speech. He said, "No, you, when you talk about it, you you get the whole room excited about it." And I want to do that because it inspires you know kids and adult, even young adults over here at the university that. You know, maybe I don't have to go um, build my resume and make it the most, you know, perfect resume in the whole world. Yeah. I, you know, to be honest, I don't have a resume. Put that out there. I don't have a resume. <laughs> I mean, I built one for the career fair in like 2016. But after that, I said, this is not what I want to do. I, I can't do this anymore. But well, it, Either you're the best actor in the world <laughs> or you're very genuine with what you're like. Thank you. It, you. Like you feel what you're saying. Yes. So like you believe it and you're you're telling them because... You believe it to be one hundred percent true. It is. I've, and it's I what you do. love doing. I do. I love doing it. And so I don't. I don't see why anyone else can't get out there and do something that that they love to do. I guess the hardest part is coming up with the idea, um, you know, or a, a product or something. You know, people always say, "I want to start a business." Um, I get these questions all the time. I want to start a business. I just don't know what to do. And I said, "Okay, let's start with like what you love doing and what you spend your your um, your downtime doing." And yeah. And mine, I say, would just be talking to people and communicating and, and just, I, I'm such a people person. And so I wanted to find a way that I could get out there and be a people person and um, kiddos and I love kids and uh, the events that, the, the fun days that we get to be a part of are just crazy. I mean, the amount of first donuts that I've given to babies and kids, <laughs> and I get emotional in every single one of them. It's a donut. It's a, it's a donut hole. And I'm like in tears again giving this kid their first donut and it's just like i know this is small but it's so big in my world because this is all i do um and the same thing goes for you know talking to kids and telling them what um what i love doing and hopefully that that can inspire kids to go do what they love doing so that's yeah yeah, i this is all like tying together great but i i think the reason people 
come to you and ask you to go speak mm-hmm. and ask you like, oh, the donuts. Oh, we really liked that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's because of this right here. So it, it has to do with you. Like, I think hearing you talk and seeing you, that's what I was getting to is that. It does. It's all coming because you're genuine and you're having so much fun and you really believe in what you're doing. Like you're, you're loving what you're doing and mm-hmm. you want to own your own thing that people are drawn to it. Yes, I think that's a lot of it. And that's what a lot of people say, well, how how would you franchise this or how would you grow this? Because a lot of it has to do with you and your face and your um, you know, aspirations with what you want to do with it. And you know, and I'm not really ready to let go of it and go franchise it and make it some big thing, but um, I want to make it uh, popular in the Bryan College Station area enough to where at that point I could say, okay, I can let go of some of um, my control and I can expand to um, surrounding cities and stuff like that, which... Um, That's crazy yeah. that you're getting people wanting to franchise. Oh my gosh, like we have so many people who have asked to invest and um, take equity and I'm like, oh my gosh, don't take anything. <laughs> I just need the money. Just give me the money. Don't take anything. But... Uh, yeah, so actually we're hoping to, and I say hoping, I actually have plans tomorrow morning. I'm going to downtown to um, uh, Planning and Development Center, and we're actually talking about a new location for donut An donut. actual, like, store actual location? Actual storefront location, like yes. a regular donut shop regular location? Regular drive-thru. We're going to do a drive-thru. So it's going to be coffee and donuts, um, drive-thru, no sit-in no sit, sit no area, sit, okay. no nothing like that. Um, it's going to be frappuccinos, cappuccinos, everything you could think of as far as coffee and then donuts as Do you well, do so. all that stuff out of your trailer right now, the frappuccinos? Um, we that. don't. We actually, um, I don't have enough space. Uh, so the trailer is an eight feet by five feet. So, and that's like the outside of it. That's not the kitchen. So you can fit two girls. If you suck in, you can fit three of them if in there, you know. But. Yeah, not, not much room to be frying. No, yeah. Else. So our big events, we actually fry behind the trailer. So um, we set up a tent and I've got a little donut boy back there and he just fries them up and stuff. Nice. So yeah, he's he's great. His name's Russian. But um, yeah, other than that, we've got two, you know, two girls inside the trailer, one decorating, one um, on the money system, the POS system. And then... Um, but as far as the drive-through comes, um, I'm super excited about it because it's gonna be, you know, because I have so many people message me on Facebook, hey, where are you this weekend? Where are you today? And I'm like, oh, I'm out of town or I'm at another event. It's a private party. I'm so sorry, but um, catch me up next week on our uh, next events that we have coming up. Um, so it's nice to have a location where anyone could come at all times. Yeah. Know? And I'm hoping to do it over here in the South College Station area, you know, to get all the kids headed into the university. Yes. Um, and then we'll go from there. So I'm ready for a location. Okay, so I have to ask this question. Being yeah. a coffee just dork. Both me and my Oh, brother. I know. Connoisseur yeah. right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. So what kind of coffee do you serve out of your... So we have our own blend. Um, so every all of our coffee is our own coffee. So um, our most... Our best seller is called What What Nilla Nut. It's a vanilla pecan Kona bean blend. Uh-huh. Um, and Ooh, we, Kona. It's so good. I know. This, <laughs> so I went to, it all got I inspired from, I went to um, Kauai, Hawaii. We go there as a family, um, I'd say once every other year or so. And we've been three times now. So, um, But they had this coffee there that was to die for. It's uh, It was amazing. When we went to Maui, we could not. Like, yeah. The coffee is so good. All great. day, every day. I loved it, loved it, loved it. So... I came home and I actually had someone contact me and say, hey, I blend coffee for businesses. Can I come talk to you, give you some samples and see what you think? And I said, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, come on over. Dropped off a ton of samples. I tried them. I loved them. 
and said, is there any way we can make our own blend? And he said, of course. And so he orders ben, uh, beans from all over the world and then blends them to however you would like. And um, so I went in there and I said, I want one just like this coffee that I had in Kauai, but I, I want more of like a Texas twist on it. So in, maybe instead of a macadamia nut, we'll do pecan. And so I have a vanilla pecan Kona bean and it sells like crazy. We sell it um, by obviously in cup out of the trailer. We sell it by bags and um, K cups too, because he packages it for me and sends them off to me. I yeah. was about to ask if you had it ground, but you have it in K yeah. cup. Yeah, K cups you have ground. Any K cups. Yeah, whatever you want, so man. You have your own it. coffee blend yes, too. We have our own this coffee blend. This is escalating real quick. Okay, so get ready. Okay, <laughs> we're also trademarked nationally, so we have um, a national trademark on the logo, the name, and our coffee as well. So. Uh, no one can ever make a what, what, nil, and that ever again. We're the only ones out there. So, Holy smokes. Yeah. That was actually a Christmas <laughs> present I got from my grandfather um, oh, really? last year. Yeah. He got a trademark for me. So yeah. were your grandparents in business for themselves or no? They, they owned a big franchise of sports clubs. Okay. Um, so they still, they, they're, they own their uh, they own just business, sold business it. Owners. They just sold it. They're retired now. But yeah, no, I, I come from a very long line of yeah business owners and entrepreneurs and that's just the only way that it sits right in my mind did they ever push you towards that no. like really push or they were just like just do your own thing no just do your own thing and, and and i went into construction and at first i loved it and i was wanting to go in you know did i want to do more of estimating side did i want to go into more of like the project management which i love talking to people so i said i want to be on the field so i went to an internship i worked for a, a custom home builder company here in town and um they put me straight in the office and said, no, you're not working in the field. There's no way you could work in the field. And I'm like, okay, cool. All right, this that's great. That sounds great. And around that time, I found this trailer. And it just seemed too perfect not to go for it. But I just I just took the leap and went. And it, I say big risk, big, big reward. But it, it's true. It really is because... It um it paid off tremendously. It so. seems too. I yeah. just it's funny you talk like you see those little avenues like okay you're in the office and then that's when you find the trailer and you take that opportunity to mm -hmm. do that. It's I just talked to a guy that he worked for uh, LSU, the Saints, and the Astros, uh -huh. and he still works Super Bowls to this day as a groundskeeper. And he took every single opportunity. Like if they called him, he thought about it. He prayed on it because he, he's real. He's like. A really religious, religious guy yeah. and he just took the leap like he just took these leaps of he had his dream job and then something else mm -hmm. and then something else and he just kept taking them and it's kind of like if you didn't never said yes to i, I don't want to do construction i want to do this trailer of crepes like yeah look at the contrast no, of that it's like just out of nowhere people you know? it's completely different and when i talk about a construction degree people laugh they're like oh, what are you talking about you're not a business degree I didn't even get a business minor. Like I actually got a D in the class, so I didn't get my minor. So I said, <laughs> "This is even better." I said, "You know what? Screw it. I know more about you know business from learning and 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 being out there and stuff rather than this sitting in class and learning about it." It's the not, greatest thing ever. Not, you got a D in the business class. I did. <laughs> And you have a business. In uh, management and marketing, I did. I got a D, and I said... And marketing. I said, Because yeah. I'm going to tell you, the post that you put up on Instagram, I was like, golly, she makes me feel terrible I about love, the way I do it. I love the marketing stuff. crushed it. Oh, I love it. I love it. And, and we actually had a couple girls um, that worked for me who picked it up, and did, they do our social media and stuff. So, um, you know, as they move on and start venturing into their own, yeah. you know, avenues of what they want to do... Um, I just find, you know, other girls and they're like, let me run your social media. And I'm like, of course, absolutely. I mean, 
all these all these sorority girls know how to make a fun post and get people to <laughs> like it and and spread it and huh. share it. So it's been easy. I, I say easy, but not. It's easy. just fun. It's just so it's, fun it's a lot of work, easy. but it's yeah. fun. That's what I say about this thing. That's I sent you that text. Like, I love this. It's, yeah. It's a lot of work. It takes a lot of time and effort and everything like that to and practice and yeah. re-listening, but it's fun. It's so you're fun. making money at yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's even better. Yeah. I would have a bigger smile on my yeah. face. <laughs> I know, and that's what I, I again I preach to all my stuff. I'm like, you find what you love doing because the worst thing is I watched my dad do it. Um, he got down the road. He actually opened a business. Um, for pallets, um, so the wooden pallets. Uh-huh. So he had a pallet company. And back in, I want to say 08, you know. Every, Were they the ones that picked them up or they make them? Um, he makes them. Okay. Yeah, he, he, you know, staple guns them together kind of thing. Gotcha. So And he yeah. built he built the machine that made the pallets um, because that's, you know, he didn't have any money to go buy one, so he built it himself. And um, in 08, that went under. And um, he said, oh, my gosh, I'm about to build this new house because he had just bought a new lot for my mom. And oh. they were going to build a house together, their dream home. And um, that went it was going under, and he said, what am I going to do? So he grinded up the palette and colored it and sold mulch and <laughs> grew to be the biggest mulch company in New Braunfels, Texas. So This is just, it like, he, it, there's something in your blood. I don't know what it is. Like. I know. It's, it's just like, that's the same thing as the fryer, like the exploding in the fryer. Everything you know? works out the way it's supposed to. And I believe that wholeheartedly. It's like an I can attitude. It has to. There, there can be more positivity coming out of it. Like, oh. well, here, this is tough. This. And it may not feel like positivity at the time. Like, you, know, you got to make this happen. It's a real bad day, but it's, it's made all the other days like oh my gosh we can we can take any problem and make it into you know something really big and and make it succeed and... i want people to hear like know that it because i don't like the word luck i mean yes there is luck either. but you make it yeah people like, say it all the time oh, did you it. just get lucky and i'm like ah oh, that i mean it takes away the hard work that we did you know just to, to, to be lucky but you know did you get lucky that your the thing exploded in your fryer? Did your I mean, dad get lucky that the business went under and it, he's grinding I, up pallets to make like he he could have just dumped it and gone to work for dumped somebody, it and gone right? to work for somebody? But that is not my dad. He would never have done that. It's not what he did. No, 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 no. Yeah, never. so it's not luck. No, no, no. He I made mean, it he happen. Problem solving. Yeah, so, and yeah. then fortunate things happened to him because yeah. of it. Like mm-hmm. he came back and returned. Just keep pushing. Do not give up on your business it's your baby again like it is your baby i mean it is the i have a dog and she's my everything (laughs) she's my baby but i'm telling you my business is my baby i i spend more time doing my business than i do school and i spend more time doing my business than i do any sort of social interaction or anything um my friends are actually like how do you balance it all you know your social life and your you know school and all this stuff and i say if you want to talk to me, come work for me. Because like all we, all I can do is serve donuts, and we can you know talk over frying donuts if you want. But that's my social life. So, but that's what you want to do. Love it. It's yeah. like there is no balance. It's like I'm doing what I love to do. Yeah. Like you want to come hang out with me. Yeah, come this work. This is where to see. Come me. make some yeah. good money, easy money over you know, um, over donuts, and you know you you meet some great people that come up and they're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Or, come at. You have to be at my kiddo's birthday party. Like, I want to surprise her with the biggest birthday party ever. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'll be there. This is going to be so fun. And we just plan this fun day for, um, you know, whoever it's for. It's nice. It's really cool. 
That is, and so you, do you take? I guess you take all your orders over Facebook, Instagram, yeah, phone so number, all of website. Our, yeah, all of our events and stuff. There, there, um, we post them on Facebook. Um, but our private ones, people message me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, my email is so I've got a big old van outside. You just saw it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's um wrapped in our logo and it's got our email on there. So I get about I'd say forty five emails a day and like. Um, a couple text messages a week, and then I would say uh, Facebook messages. Though that's kind of endless, so I just kind of have like a a list of <laughs> people I gotta reply really. to. Yes, <laughs> I I have I started a Facebook for this, uh-huh. and I I it's you can ask my wife. It was funny to them, uh-huh. but I, all I had ever done is Instagram and to store my pictures on there. Yeah, and so I'm like. I guess I should start one for this podcast. Why not? I got kicked off twice uh-huh. for posting a picture of a sunrise, and I got upset. I'm like, I don't know, know how to run this thing. I don't know how people talk to each other on this. On Facebook? Yeah, it's like so confusing and backwards to me from what I like used to. Yeah. And I'm trying my best to figure it out. I'm not I'm not a quitter on anything, yeah. so I'm trying to figure it out. But this time I'm taking it slow so I don't get kicked off. I'm just posting Oh, they my kicked podcast. you off of Facebook? Yeah. Oh. For the picture. Twice. I just started it. I, I'm... 38 years old, I have my first Facebook page, and I'm booted off for a picture of a sunrise in Rockport. Like, oh, that's, no. that's it. And I'm like, nobody can answer me at Facebook, nothing. No, I'm not getting any message. I'm like, this is I the think... worst customer service in the world, for one. <laughs> and for two, how do I do that? Yeah, you can't call anyone. There's no like person to call on Facebook or anything. Like, hey, can yeah. you get my page working? Nope. There's none of that. It's like, you have to email and... Get on some. Oh, I, I guess send them on list. Twitter. I send them on Instagram. I send them everywhere. But <laughs> yeah. I'm slowly figuring it out. Yeah, and I would so. say Facebook is our biggest um, media drive as far as um, you know who contacts us and stuff. Our Instagram is more, I'd say, for our artsy, you know, photos and stuff. But I share them all. I connect them, so I share them through Facebook too, and it's all the same stuff. And then, um, but we get so many messages on on both the Instagram and the Facebook, and my personal one as well. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, will you come talk or will you come, you know, out and serve or do a delivery or something like that? Do you so, do LinkedIn at all? No, I don't have a LinkedIn. Oh, that's something I, I'm going to, I, I started one. Uh-huh. They told us to start one for construction and I just never jumped it's, on it. it. You can customize it and I was like a little iffy on uh-huh. it at first. Uh, I've gotten to where I really like it. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird how I'm, I'm like drawn to it. Like, this is kind of fun. There's so many creative things you can do yeah. with it. I might want to make own. one. Yeah. And it networking with people super easy. Yeah. And I, super uh, that's easy. a big thing about, you know, owning your own business is networking and getting your name out there and talking to people and, um, just, just showing off everything that you've got as far as your business. And, um, yeah, I networking as far as that, I've got, um, I'm part of the Bridal Association, and so we go and we have meetings with um, uh, Chamber of Commerce and stuff like that. So it's um, been a great community, again, to just that loves it and supports it. And um, not only my student, but they love that part that I'm a student as well as I'm a business owner. And so um, I think everyone's pushing for it. I so like that's... how creative you are because if, if I think, okay, I'm going to open up a donut shop, something with donuts, pastries, mm-hmm. whatever it I'm not thinking go get on the bridal committee. I know, right? That's the last thing. I'm, that In my mind, as far as 
that goes, that's not the avenue I'm pushing. Like, I know. I'm pushing that you, down. When not... you think donut shop, you think Shipley's or Donald's Donuts or yeah, everything. You know, you walk in and it's got nasty donuts sitting on. Yeah. It's been out there all morning. They're cold. They're hard. And it's just not. Terrible coffee, too. Terrible Worst coffee. coffee in the world. Folgers. I mean, it's, it's terrible. Just, it's yeah. not worth it. I mean, if you're going to spend four bucks anywhere else, you got to come to Donut Darling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is... And it's fun. We've got music and the the girls are so fun and they ask you how your day is and um, they start up a conversation with you and it's um, the coffee's good and the donuts are good and they're do hot Do you put like fresh. little tables and stuff for people to sit out or do you just... We want to do... Oh, for at the... Yeah, events? when you pull your trailer No, no, yeah. no. It's, um, it's just, you know, usually it's a catered event so they've got their setup and then we just pull in, serve the donuts for the hour and, and then pack up and get out. they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. But gotcha. we serve them on a doily. I don't know if you've ever seen our um, Instagram or our Facebook pictures. Um, it's served on a little lace doily, and it's very gourmet looking. It's very um, appealing to the eye type thing. And so that's why we push it more towards our bridals, um, you know, bridal gigs, because it's such a big hit there, that and the birthdays and everything. And it's it's more than just a donut shop. I, I mean, it's definitely more of an experience, and we like to bring that everywhere we go. That it's it's so neat to hear you say that because I worked in the the business we own was a food uh, service, so like Benny Keith, Cisco's, yeah. that sort of thing. It was pretty good size, and uh, then I I ended up going to work for Benny Keith. Uh-huh. After that, you know, a little ways and working for them, and they have all these people come in, like these chefs and these different people tell you like all these creative things that you can do. Yeah. Not even like you're blowing them out of the water with a donut. No, and uh, we are our most favorite donut that every. I mean, we have a main menu that has four, and then um, to every event, I offer a personalized donut to cater to their event. So, um, we had a unicorn birthday. We made unicorn donuts for their, <laughs> and so we had a dinosaur birthday. We made dinosaur donuts, and so um, and our brides like our lemon lavender donuts as Who well. Who ices them? We do. Um, the girls do. You do it like all there. Like, do you so, have a set plan when you go in? You like, do you practice it? No, no, no. You walk up and you order, and we fry them right there, and then they're hot, and we we put icing on top. We put the toppings on fruit and everything, and then we just hand it out. The so you're doing a unicorn. You don't practice the unicorn before you do it. You just go and do it. Go and do it. Yeah. <laughs> or sometimes <laughs> we have like wine night at the house, and the girls will come over, and we'll you know experiment with the new flavors and stuff like that. But our my most favorite one we've ever done was um, a champagne orange. We called it Hakuna Mimosa. And it's um, a champagne orange. So it's an orange donut with champagne vanilla icing. And it is so, so good. <laughs> and we, we have another one that's um, it's called Wine Knot. And it's a um, vanilla cake donut with a red wine cream cheese icing. And it has blackberries on it. So it's super gourmet you know and i and i'm not really a fan of that word because it sounds like super fancy but yeah it's not, it's not i mean it's kind of overused it's That's overused why. yeah it's, it's way it's, overused but it's just like it's it's different it's a step up from your normal donut and it, and it just looks and it that's why the look of it can you can take it into a wedding and then not be like oh my gosh we didn't just pull up shipley's over here and have a box of donuts sitting on the table it's more of it's a donut cake we make donut cakes and so do you really yeah for our grooms and brides and so they Order a cake and we say, all right. And we a donut cake. A donut so cake. you can do me a, a gluten-free donut cake. I can do you a gluten-free donut cake. Oh, this is fantastic. This <laughs> yeah. is going all the right places right now. So do you ice how, You ice them and then individually put them in there? Um, so we fry them. Okay, so we take. I have my batter, which is just, um, it's like a cake mix batter. Uh-huh. So I 
take a scoop and I fry it and um, mix a little donut hole. And then um, after they dry off, we um, load six of them into a bowl for a half dozen or we do a full dozen servings as well. And then um, we've got so many different flavored donuts of mixes. And so we can um, cook whatever you'd like because it only takes 30 seconds to fry them. Yeah, because so donut you, holes. Yeah, you can just stand yeah. there and talk to me and we can you know, have a conversation over making some donuts. And then... Um, take the icing and we have a, a it's a just a bottle and it's warm it's a warm icing and we um, put it all over the top and then we put on you know sprinkles and powdered sugar and cinnamon sugar and just everything. so I could really get like gluten-free chocolate donuts oh yeah gluten-free vanilla gluten-free red velvet gluten-free whatever you want and then you just customize the icing with whatever the icing yeah and it's just makes it whatever kind of donut you know we don't bring the diet word around the donut shop. I, I exclude that word from... No. <laughs> <laughs> they always come up, I'm on a diet. I said, we don't talk about well, that don't word. Don't donuts here. then. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but for vegan and gluten-free, we've got um, those options, and then you can dress them however you'd like. It's kind of a customizable thing. So whatever you want, we can do it. So I guess how do people find you? Like, So without that remote thing, like without the drive through deal, yeah. how is it... How do people find you out? Do they have to go to the event or do you post it out there where you're going and then people come to the I event? I post to get it out donuts? there. Like Saturday mornings, you're going to be somewhere and they can come get donuts yep. or is it only events? Um, so we are, I would say we're about 80% catered events. Um, I am not really a fan of going and sitting out in public and just selling, just sitting there. Like all a food day. truck. Like that's, a food truck. Like that's what I was getting to. Yeah, like that. I'm, that's not, it's kind of, I would say, I wouldn't say a waste of time. It's just you spend so much time standing there waiting for people to come up. And it might as well, you know, go to an event for an hour when you got to serve 300 people in less than an hour and a half, you know. And it's guaranteed money. It's fun event, you know. I mean, you're part of a wedding day, you know. Like, you get to bring it's people happiness. together. You I know. It's just so right? awesome. And But um, recently, I um, am going to, or I say recently, in the next couple of weeks, I actually will be, I don't have the location yet. I would tell everybody but um i'll post it on my facebook where i'll be and and they can come see me but at our public events that we go to you know i'll post it on facebook and say hey we're out here if anyone wants to come and you know we have the people who are there for the event that come and get donuts and then we also have 10 20 people that drive in they're like oh my god i found you thank god you know i've been you know waiting for you to say where you're going to be at this week kind so of i can just so go get a donut, go, get a donut. go about my day yeah like mm-hmm. coffee i want some of the coffee now yeah i'm like I want to come by the trailer and get some coffee. I can't wait to expand on the coffee because right now we're just doing black coffee and then we've got, you know, just creamer and that sort of thing um, at the event. Which is my jam. Yeah, I I drink black black coffee. coffee. Same. That's my thing. I am, you know, I started with the, you know, more cream and sugar than coffee and then now I'm every morning just like a whole pot to myself. Just might as well drink out of the pot kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Yes. But um, I want to expand and go big into the, um, you know, espressos and all that stuff, you know, because I think that we don't have in College Station a, a drive-through coffee shop. We've got one on Rock Prairie, Starbucks, but that's so far mm. from the university. And that... Starbucks, they burn their beans right? so that you can taste it through the milk because everybody drinks so much milk. They're like the largest produce, buyer of like dairy products. Yeah, and, and I am such a big, you know, supporter of small businesses and stuff, so yeah. I think that it's going to do really well, and I um, can't wait to get it up and running. I'm hoping this fall, so we'll have it up by this fall, and we'll just... Nice. Sell and sell and sell and sell. And well, I'm going to keep an eye out for sure yes. for the coffee because I want to swing by and just grab a cup of coffee yeah. and I, a gluten-free donut for I sure. I bet but. you 70% of sales out of the drive-thru will be coffee. 
Probably. Yeah. More yeah. than donuts, but um, our catered mm-hmm. events are gonna are mostly donuts. I don't so. know. I think people really like your donuts. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we it's, it's crazy the feedback we get on them because I'm like, I don't eat them. Um, I I you I, don't cook, eat your donuts? I no, I cook them all day long. So when you smell like a donut, and you and you just they're not. Yeah. I wouldn't say not appetizing, but they're just. I just can't. I smell like one. I am a donut. There's no way I could eat another donut. You absorbed it through your skin. Yes, I absorbed it yeah. all. There's no way. Like, I'm on a sugar high and I didn't even eat anything. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I come home and my sister's like, oh my God, go take a shower. Go take a shower. You smell like donuts. That's never, <laughs> that would never be said in this. I was like, but, <laughs> you smell like donuts. You smell terrible. But she like, she works in the trailer too, so she's over the smell, you know, she's over it and it's kind of like that Honey Bunches commercial where mm-hmm. that girl like walks out. And she's like, my husband says I smell like Honey Bunches. Or, you know, someone smells like, you know, cinnamon rolls in here. And she's like, it's me. I work at Honey Bunches. But um, <laughs> that's kind of like us where we smell like donuts and coffee. And it's great to everyone who doesn't get to see it all the time. But yeah, you're there me, all the time. Me, like, I'm it's like, overkill. Oh, you're like, I don't want to see another donut. Right I don't want to see yeah. another donut. As much as I love donuts. Like, I love it. Yeah. But then the downside is. I'm around it all day, all day and long. I am tired of donuts right now. I need a break from it for yep. a moment. Yep. We need we need our own time, donuts. Yep, I need a shower. That's what I do. <laughs> I need a shower, watch some TV, get a yep. break from you for a second, and then Sit we'll down. come back to you tomorrow. Because we fry all day long at some of these events. Um, we'll wake up at you know 5.30 to go set up at 6, and yeah. then we're not done until 9, 10, 11 that night. Whew, that's and we're a long day. frying, 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 frying. Because yeah. it's a constant line at these festivals and stuff, like the big public festivals we go to, um, Magnolia Silas and Waco. Um, it's in, I mean, there's hundreds and thousands of people there, and everyone sees a trailer and hears the music. How did you get hooked up with them? They contacted me. Did they really? They did. They said, we have spring at the silos. This was last year. We have spring at the silos coming up next week, and our donut vendor dro- dropped out. So I was looking for a donut vendor and saw your very cute trailer on Facebook. Is there any possible way you'd want to come up and, and work with us? And I dropped everything I was doing. was like, yeah. hell yes, I'm coming. I'm coming. And so I went up there, made $6,000 in a weekend, and came home. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> That, obviously, it's a success. Yeah, they keep yeah. calling you back and everything going back we, up there. We go every single uh, spring, summer, fall, and their Christmas event. So, yeah. All from just seeing it on... They saw it on social media? They saw it on Facebook, yeah. They saw it on Facebook. And then, hey, this looks cool. Let's get this yeah. donut girl let's to come up it, here. Let's get it going, yeah. Let's see if she can do it. I, I, don't, I think they had very low expectations for... The amount of people that we could serve, but we blew it out of the water when we got there, and That's... and they keep asking us back every single time. So, so what is your? Let's go just to blend this into the speaking and tie everything together. Uh-huh. Um, what's your top advice that you give? Like you're going to talk to the kids of the school. If my kids are sitting in this room, or me even, because I'm fired up right now. I'm like, yeah, I can do it too. Yes, I know. That's uh, what I want to do. I want to get everyone fired um, up. What's What's your like the top thing that you would give somebody if I said, hey, I want to start a business? Like, what is your top advice? My top advice is to love your job. To absolutely love your job. And as simple and cliche as it sounds well well, now i just want to go in on that because uh wanting to do my own thing as well like wanting my own business like it's just been a dream of mine like way out there like that's what i want to do and i got stuck in that hole of going down to work and then you have kids and you've got bills and you you know you do all those things it builds up on you but when you say do it like doing what you love doing is it a hobby it was a hobby or would you say 
would you say go with pursue a hobby or would you say pursue something you like how would you describe what you love to do because i think that's where people, people and i'm asking that as like yeah i understand where you're coming I'm, from i'm asking that to you so that you can explain it for others that might not understand like oh this is a hobby and then they get into it and they don't like it well at first it was supposed to be a hobby um, it was just for me to get small, uh, yeah, again, beer money to go, you know, out with my friends kind of thing. Um, but when I fell in love with it and was obsessed with doing it and was like, oh my gosh, I got another event. I got another event. I can't wait to go out and meet these people and do this, this stuff. And it just kind of snowballed into something that, where I said, you know what, this could be way bigger than a hobby. Um, so when you went to bed, like when you went to bed, you were thinking about this thing. And when you woke, woke up, up, you were thinking about how you can make it better. How I can make it and better. And that's when you know, like, yeah, I really love this. I really love this. And um, I, I I feel bad because a lot of uh, the professors and stuff, you know, they every college trains you to go work for somebody. No mm-hmm. one trains you to go that's open. That's the message your, for ever, everybody. It's, it's always the message. And I just, I don't understand that because... Um, if you're creative and you're passionate and you're driven and you're hardworking and you're not going to let it stop because your fryer blew up or you're not going to let it stop because, you know, uh, they didn't have that question or, in business class. Yeah. Otherwise you'd have got an A. Yeah. Right. They didn't, I know. Right. Oh my gosh. When I got a D, my mom was like, are you serious, Taylor? You own your own successful business and you can't pass the class. And I'm like. They're not teaching the right stuff in there. They really yeah. aren't. They're not. They're yeah. teaching you numbers. And while the numbers are great, it doesn't start with the numbers. It starts with your um, your passion and how much you love it. Because I watched my dad. Um, he didn't love the mulching and the, the landscaping stuff, mm-hmm. but he had to do it because um, he wasn't going to go work for someone. That's just his mindset. Yeah. And then Better than that. Better, yeah. And so he didn't love it, but it just it took a toll on him and our family, you know, he'd come home and be exhausted, you know, eight to five every single day, which, which for business, you know, people who work for people eight to five every single day, coming home and just going through the same routine and I, not enjoying, not it. enjoying, it's the not it. enjoying part. That's you, you just talked about you're working longer than those hours right now. Yeah. Oh no. I work way longer you than know, those hours. And, but you love what you do. Yeah. So you're not coming home like just drained. No. I know that feeling that you're talking about. We're I could, so drained where yeah. you're like, oh my God, I could quit in the morning. I do not want to wake up and go sit at the front office desk of this company. And that's what I was doing. And I, yeah. I showed up in my pajamas. Like that's how much that they saw that and I cared. <laughs> hated it, that job. I hated it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so, but I don't know. I would just tell people to find your hobby, whether it be... Um, you know, music, if you like music, find a way to produce it or, you know, um, inspire others to get out there and, you know, get them to love me. I don't know. You know, it's just, there's so many different ways you could take it, but it's not that I love food trucks or that I love donuts. It's that I love people and I wanted to get out there and show something off and make an impact on people's day. Even if it's just a smile as, as, dumb as that sounds and as small as it is it impacts people and I've gotten so much feedback from that and I I'm thankful for it because it's it's all I want is to make people happy and that's what my business does is just makes people happy and it's not it's through donuts but it's not what I care about I just like to be there and meet the people and um inspire other kids to go do their own thing because it's definitely um it's definitely worth it in the long run as opposed to eight to five every morning, you know, or every day and not loving it and coming home and just being so exhausted. And it's just miserable. Cause I, I watched, I watched it happen and I, I watched 
kids, you know, that have these, you know, work for construction companies. And they're my boyfriend right now, you know, he, he works for a construction company and he's just, you, you know, come he's home exhausted. with that drain, like that, um, my wife calls it irony. Yeah. Because I don't, if I don't eat, especially if I don't eat or I, I haven't had enough sleep, like that's the way I get. But that's just not how it's life mentally be. draining the things that, you know, I, I love my boss and I love, you know, my job is yeah. suits all of my needs. Yeah. But it's not what I love. No. And so it sucks all the energy out it of It really me. does. And that, and that's the, the sinking feeling. The that's moment like, you know you need to go do something else is when you are getting up in the morning going, oh my God, I just want to sit here. I can, I hate this job. I cannot, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to work for building this dream. And it's not rude to that company. It's just, you've got different plans in mind. You know, you've got different goals. And, and I think that as risky as they are, if you put all your eggs in one basket, it works. <laughs> and people say, don't do that. Don't do it. But I did it and it worked. So, um, I hope that other people would too, you know, and make the smart decisions and, and talk to people and just push it and push it and push it until everyone knows about it. And then that's where I am right now. So, yeah, I love it. I love it. This is like, I hope everybody has listened to it. So tell everybody before we end the podcast, where they can find you again, your Instagram handles, your Facebook, all that stuff. Yeah. So we're, um, Donut Darlin um, on Facebook, and then we're Donut underscore Darlin on um, on Instagram, and it's D A R L I N, um, not no G, because we're Southern here. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I didn't even think about typing it with a G. I know, right? <laughs> it, I say Donut Darlin, and and there's no point. Put Do the some G people on put it. the G on it? Some people say it. Yeah, some people put the G, and I don't. I never really say anything, but I just put a comma. I just put Darlin comma. <laughs> like with the little southern accent <laughs> twist to it but yes that's just how long uh, i've lived in texas i know right um we don't have a, a website just yet but i'm hoping to have one as this soon is as incredible I, you don't even yeah. have a website i don't have a website no never never wanted uh. to you know save money where you can use social media it's free websites are a waste of time if you're going to spend money to put them up there you got to cut costs where it matters and website what for me wasn't it if social media was blowing up the way it, it did um but yeah so that's our social media and then check us out on facebook and um, that's where we post our our um our public events um i don't post the private ones so um but if you ever wanted a private event you know i've got my email everywhere my number's on facebook so feel free to call or text anytime um other than that the store in the the drive-through in downtown Bryan, right? I'm hoping here in uh, South, 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 South College Station. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then maybe a location in Bryan, too. We're gotcha. still talking about it. Um, I'm going to the Planning and Development Center to kind of do a packed meeting with the city to see what they'll allow as far as my architecture plans. We're trying to bring in this, you know, 50s diner drive through look, and I don't know how it's going to fit in with the 40 Shades of Cream that they, that they love over oh. at the city. So we're going to see what they think <laughs> about my ideas here. Well... <laughs> Uh, when does the one in South College Station open? Um, so don't have a date, but we're we're looking to be open for the fall for football season, um, gotcha. twenty nineteen. Okay. Yeah, and have so we can have all the kids um, see us at the beginning of the fall semester. Just so when they know when to start looking for you. Yeah, start so. looking in the fall. I'm gonna try to do construction over the summer with my construction degree, and then <laughs> uh, then we're going to go full time donuts and coffee. So 
Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Thank well, thanks you. for doing this, Oh, Taylor. my gosh. This has been so much fun. I love talking about it. So it's been really cool to be able to do this. So thank uh, you. All right. Yeah.